the college basketball experience, big West season preview episode for 2023, 24 on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog has just added pick them scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn five into 501 game. Plus every Sunday they're giving away a hundred grand. Use that promo code SGPN over at underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by manscape. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscape.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com and use that promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, game lines, player props, and more. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor. Yes, yeah, Second Chance Survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Time to be alive. College basketball starting. I love the Big West. One of my actually kind of one of my favorite conferences. I, I attended a few Big West games uh, over the years, and uh, I always have a blast watching Big West basketball. I'm excited to bring it to you. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. And that's fair. My name is Kobe Swinging Dan DeBase Dan, aka Pick. Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. They were like a hobo on a ham sandwich. They were going hard. What's up, fellas? <laughs> the Big West? Oh, man, don't get me started on the Big West. All right? I've been watching the Big West. And most of you clowns were in diapers. All right? Remember UNLV used to be in the Big West? That Larry Johnson, Stacy Augman. Now it's uh, Cal Poly, Bakersfield, Cal State Fullerton, Santa Barbara, San Diego, Riverside, UCR, UC Irvine, the Anteaters, Long Beach State, UC Davis, Cal State Northridge, the Matadors, and a school out there on the island that we love. Can't wait to bring it on down with you folks. I am joined by my co-host. And remember when the season tips, we will be here each and every night of the season, including the night before the season tipping. Uh, so what are you doing? Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin host of the big 12 college experience, which you should be subscribed to host of the Ryan and Russia, which is somehow sewn on a quilt behind him. All right. You should be subscribed to that <laughs> one too. Folks, give it up for Ryan McIntyre, AKA Moneyline Mac. How are you doing brother? Uh, I've been better. I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, anytime you lose on a hail Mary to your old uh, head ball coach, definitely had better nights, but you know what? Uh, I know a lot of people in the chat had Houston and uh, we had big 12 experience today earlier. And I said, don't bet West Virginia. So I hope at least you listen to me. As a homer, I said, don't bet my team. I didn't like the matchup. 
Dana versus Neil. I was like, just stay away, stay away from that game. I had no feel. I, I honestly felt bad about the whole game and what a game. I mean, from an unbiased football fan, that was a hell of a football game. I'll say this man, as someone that yeah. look, and I like Neil Brown, I yep. hope Neil Brown stays at West Virginia for 10 years, but Dana Holgerson felt underappreciated. And uh-huh. I, I actually believe that Rightly he was, so. that he was underappreciated. Yeah. So when he left, you know, he had some comments saying he felt they didn't want to give him the contract. And uh, this might be the football. God speaking there. Coach Leach. Remember Dana Holgerson yep. played wide receiver for coach Leach back in the day at Iowa Wesleyan. So, uh, and, and Neil Brown, I think is a leech guy too. So um, it's a leech bowl here. So I was happy to see any outcome, but I did have Houston on the money line. So uh, it's better to be lucky than good. But at the same time, I don't even know, like some people that are saying dub V definitely deserved to win that game. Houston blew a 10 point lead with what? How much? Six minutes left, five minutes left, something like that. Five. Yeah. I, I think uh, we scored with three thirty left. So we had to get a stop and get the ball back. It was a cra- It was chaotic. I mean, Fourth and ten, back against the wall. Garrett Green completes pass. Clement runs for fifty yards, touchdown, and then a hail mary. At least your team <laughs> so. looks good. I watch ECU, and I need like six Jaeger oh, bombs for yeah. for Advil. Uh, yeah. You know, Mike Houston should be fired already. Get him, fire yeah. him on the, fire him like tomorrow, right now. Anything, anything. All right, just don't have him wear. Show up to the facilities. Don't change the locks. Change the fucking locks. Um, yeah, ECU's quarterback plays terrible. Hey, ECU, you know there's a thing called the transfer portal. Might want to try it one day. Might want to try it there's instead a- of instead of everyone else taking all your players. Might help to go try to try to take some players. And there's a coach at Jacksonville State that'd be a good fit. Oh, dude, that's that, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's gonna happen. That's my coach. Yeah, I told you yep. the me- ECU message boards. We're talking about Rich Rod to ECU. Yeah. yeah. Makes a lot of sense, folks. Uh, I like it. Look, we are joined by, and I, we're, as much as I love looking at this basketball hoop, this sweet ass basketball <laughs> hoop, youtube.com slash the college experience. We got a third man in the booth here, and he's he's been grinding college hoops. He's texting me at four in the morning saying, you know about this backup point guard for the Jacksonville Dolphins? And, uh, you know, my wife says, who the hell's texting you? And I go, ah, it's just <laughs> this Noah guy. Right. And uh, then I respond. Yeah. He's fucking good. Let's I know about this backup backup point guard. All right. I know about them. Uh, give it up for the host of the college baseball experience and the man behind the, the scenes, always doing the Lord's work. Uh, give it up for Noah Beanick. How are you doing brother? How we doing guys? And uh, yeah, we mentioned the college baseball experience, <laughs> big West, great traditional baseball conference. I had the rep my dirt bags Jersey today <laughs> with uh, long beach state, but I'm making another statement here uh, with the apparel because the Wi-Fi is back on in Pittsburgh. I've seen yes. some hate <laughs> go back out to Mac here. And I just want to say I represent Pitt, I guess with this podcast, um, but I'm also not, I don't call myself a Pitt fan. Um, our quarterback that we brought in is currently playing tight end. I don't think jerk, we should be calling out a team that <laughs> that beat us beat our ass this year. So in in uh, I mean, I'm standing by my man Mac. And I'm I'm putting on this hat. Oh, there you look go. at that! Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good friend. Yeah, <laughs> not me. Hey, buddy. hey, Colby. Yeah. Hey, Colby. Hey, let me ask you this: When when Noah texts you at 4 a.m., do you say it's Noah from State Farm? You know, Jake from State Farm texting you at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I get way too many. <laughs> I get way too many. See, with 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 all of my friends on the East Coast, and then from the podcast having, I have to like silence my phone. I put it in airplane mode. Well, a lot of times, I'll be honest. When I leave the studio, sometimes I forget, and it's in airplane mode, like the for like a week, and then I realize no one's called me, and I go, huh? And then I go, oh, I'm in airplane mode. But I do that uh, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm writing articles, I need it on. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I, when I go to sleep, I need it on because if not throughout the night, you know, it, it, it's, it's ringing off the, off the, not that I'm not that I'm very, uh, you know, loved. It's just, uh, you know, people are texting me, you know, Hey Kobe, you got any play on this uh, Korean baseball game? No, no, I don't. Um, but um, maybe I do. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> folks, let's talk Big West. It wasn't that long ago, or was it for me? There was once upon a time where UNLV won a national championship in the Big West. Yeah, oh yeah, that was 1990. Um, I know that was a long time ago, and I was just a little kid. But you know why it was great? Because my brother is a diehard Duke fan, and I got to watch UNLV yeah. <laughs> win by 30 fucking points all over the Duke Blue Devils, and it it made me a UNLV fan instantly. To this day, I still root for UNLV because of that. Um, but UNLV's gone. They're not. They're not there. But the Big West is still rocking along. And let's let's at the very end of this show, we're going to give our pecking order, but we're going to go team by team, breaking it down, projecting how the big West will look. But before we do all that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, big West season preview is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog has uh, just introduced scorchers go five for five and pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And uh, for a limited time, Underdog is extending their first deposit up to five hundred dollars. Um, every Sunday, Underdog is giving away a hundred grand. I mean, how ridiculous is that? That's why you should be over there. Ten lucky players will win ten thousand dollars every single Sunday. Unbelievable! So watch along, make picks, and maybe make a little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, UnderdogFantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to five hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, who's taking a step up from Halloween to bring you, bring you in your face the cleanest shave you've ever seen. All right, so this season, no need to toil and, and trouble. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Oh, <laughs> we're rhyming here. All right. Featuring a compact design and next gen skin safe technology. The handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Look at me. I never shave. Right. And when I do, I use that like $2 shit. I waiting on my handyman in the mail because I'm a mess. I start shaving. I cut my face. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, People are looking at me strange. They think I've been, I live in Venice beach. So they just make that assumption that I've been doing meth and you know, and all I'm doing is just a guy. I'm just a guy that just shaves shitty. And uh, look, I need that handyman. You know what I mean? Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com. Use that promo code SGP for 20% off. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that promo code SGP. For a look as sweet as candy, get yourself the handy man from Manscaped. All right, we are back. Need my handyman. Need my handyman. Um, it's a great ad. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Before we had to talk about you know ball trimming, which was talkify. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> We've had. We had, uh, I, you guys should have seen some of the old school ones we had back in the day. Um, because those were, those were pretty much like Pornhub. Um, uh, anyway, uh, look, let's talk about this conference because let's, let's go to San Luis Obispo where John Smith, he fucked Pocahontas, but he also, uh, he also went eight and 25 and one and 18 in the big West a year ago. So uh, maybe John Smith shouldn't have been. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's tough to bring back a guy that went one and eighteen <laughs> in year four. So this is year five for John Smith. In year four, you go one and eighteen in the Big West and eight and twenty-five overall. I'm assuming you got pictures of the school president doing something they shouldn't be doing. All right, but hey. God bless you, John Smith. You're making it work. All right. Um, they return uh, Kobe Sanders, seven, almost eight points a game. They return Julian Franklin, 17 minutes a game. Uh, I'll be honest, they return nobody. This team, they did go out and get uh, Jared Hyder. From the Cal Golden Bears, who played about nine minutes a game up there in Berkeley. They also brought in Joel 
Arma Armo trading from Southern Idaho. They also brought in Paul Bismania Bismana from uh, from Eastern Illinois, the Panthers. Um, this team lost everybody. All right, they lost what? I'm counting. I mean, there's two ways to look at this, I guess. Right? Uh, they lost like 44 points of production, but at the same time, like if you sucked ass, I guess I guess it's better to just uh, start fresh. But I don't know, man. This team, this team's gonna finish in last place. Let's be honest. I don't understand. They just got a bunch of John Madden money. Now maybe John Madden said, "Hey, you only use it for football." I don't know, but I think he donated like fifty million dollars to the school. I don't understand. One in eighteen, year four, and you're back. <laughs> Mac, what do you make of the Mustangs? Uh yeah, no, this is. It's hard to kind of twist it that in any way positive with this team. I mean, eight and 56 in the era of John Smith in the big West. I mean, that's not getting it done. I, there's no way to, there's no way to twist it. Honestly, I don't know how he's back. Um, I, I do agree with you that getting rid of guys that were on losing teams is the right move, but he's been doing that four straight years and it hasn't worked. So I don't know. I, I guess the people making uh, the decisions are ancestors of, uh, or their ancestors are Pocahontas. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So, so, so John Smith is back. I don't I, know. I, so bad team. I mean, I don't understand how you are able to sit down with the athletic director and go, look, I know we were one in 18 in conference, right? And you're four. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to remember I had to battle through COVID I had to battle through COVID. Give me, give me that fourth year. Yeah. Because COVID was one of those years. Noah, you told me you thought Cal Poly could be one of the most improved teams in the nation. <laughs> I mean, how could they be worse, right? <laughs> that that is last, a good point. They probably will improve. Last year, Cal Poly had a bottom forty offense and defense. Oh, um, so basically, for me, the handicap on this thing is uh, coaching, and he brings in a couple of JUCO non D one transfers and expects them to come in and be key contributors and. I don't think it's an ideal situation. He's got six total big, big West wins in the last three years. I mean, you're, you're five. If, if he could get out of the cellar, that would probably be a, I don't understand but why if he stays in, I think, I think he's gone next year. He should be gone guys. I know you guys have probably never been to San Luis Obispo, but it's beautiful. I don't understand. I don't understand why you're bad here. Like it should be an easy recruiting pitch. You're like, I don't know, two hours, three hours away from like, you're in the middle between San Francisco and LA, but like, you're not far from Santa Barbara. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's beautiful up there. I don't understand it. I, it would be an easy sell if I would think saying, Hey, come here, win games, as opposed to some of the other uh, terrible destinations that I know are out there. You know, I, I, I don't understand it. I, it, but maybe they just don't like sports because that's the only thing that really, I mean, they should be way better in football. They should be way better in basketball. I don't understand it. Um, can I just say our, our chat's got some ideas that they're brainstorming in here that are hilarious. They might have <laughs> a way to fix this program. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have some ideas, folks, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You need to hire Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I love this comment from, I love this comment. W would Patty C be able to do Kenny power style ads? <laughs> 100%. You just got to get them drunk, but 100%. Let's go. Uh, yes. I like this, Chad. I like this idea. Um, uh, I'll get to, I'll get to what we project them to be, but I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think uh, where they'll be last uh, <laughs> let's jump on over and talk about this is another team that I thought, first off, they have one of the worst courts in all of college basketball. Look, I understand that you're trying to be different. That's not the answer. The, uh, the Icardo center. No. Have you guys seen this court? It's one of the worst courts. It's awful. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's hard to watch a game yeah. on this court. Now I, for one, I, I think Bakersfield, once again, I don't understand how you're bad. Like you are in, there's 40 million people in California. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, you should be better. Um, 11 and 12, 22 last year, six and 14 in the big West. Um, they lose uh, Antavian Colum. 
They lose Cameron Smith and uh, Travis Henson. Also reserve Ivan Reynolds gone. Uh, Rod Barnes for his th- is back for his thirteenth season. Um, they do return Caleb Higgins, which I think you should be excited about. Thirty minutes a game. Also Marvin McGee. They do have some some you know some nice returning production minutes wise. You know, and they add in uh, a couple transfers. I know they're excited about Cameron Wilbon coming in from Sac State. Um, they're also bringing in it, it, in conference transfer in Fidelis uh, Ekarike. Uh, from Ke- from CSUN, CSUN, the Matadors, um, but they do have a lot of returning minutes. I would say, like a decent chunk, makes me think they will be better than a year ago. Um, and they're pretty deep. I would say, um, I'm kind of of uh, the opinion that they're going to be better this year. What do you what do you make of uh, Bakersfield, the uh, Roadrunners? Yeah, uh, I mean, interesting year last year. I, I thought that they played better down the stretch in league play, uh, six and thirteen. But I thought they were competitive. Um, I think they could take a step forward. They bring a decent amount back. Rob Bar- Barnes in his thirteenth year. I remember he had some good teams about five six years ago. Feels like they're due for a somewhat of a breakout year. So I I don't know. I mean, this kind of feels like a middle of the pack team. I don't understand how these schools are that bad. I, I agree with you that they're hard to read because they rely so much on the transfer portal and JUCOs. Like I would just think that there's so much talent. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I like, okay, may, maybe they'll be better, but I mean the Mustangs between them and the Mustangs, they should be better. I don't understand it. Um, Noah, You're what do you mean into Cal poly? <laughs> I mean, I'm not buying in the cow. I mean, I, I Polly. Yeah. I'll say this: San Luis Obispo is much more beautiful than Bakersfield. Yeah, I've been as a, as a guy that's done stand up in Bakersfield. Eh, you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's it, the city peaked in like the '70s. You know what I mean? So like, um, it's it's not the same. Like whereas as uh, you know, but they still should be good. You're in California. If you can be good, you know it. There's plenty of examples of good basketball in California. Now, I actually think Bakersfield could be chippy this year. The Mustangs, I'm completely out on. Uh, Noah, your thoughts on on uh, on the Roadrunners? I'm kind of agreeing with both of you here because last year they had some injuries that kind of set them back. This year they returned some experience, but unproven experience. Um, they're projected starting five, two, uh, three juniors, two seniors, and all of these guys uh, played at least 15 minutes last year. So. That's something to like about this team. Um, I think if you're thinking of the big West standings as kind of like a stock market, this is definitely a stock that you're willing to buy, but I don't think the ceiling is located in the top half of the standings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. This could be an interesting team because of the minutes that return. Uh, let's move along and talk about Fullerton. A team that's made the NCAA tournament, a team that's put pro Cedric Sabalas back in the day at Cal State Fullerton Titan. Look, this one, once again, like this is one that uh, they were good a year ago. And this one makes sense to me. You're like close to LA. You're like kind of sandwiched between LA and Anaheim uh, and Orange County. So it's an easy sell. Uh, the Titans, bring back your football program first, you filthy, filthy. You know, you know what? Uh, Twenty and thirteen, uh, fourth in the Big West a season ago, and uh, you know this is a team that I feel like they they lost Latrell Wrightsell, uh, they lost Jalen Harris, so they got to make up for that. That's about you know twenty twenty nine points a game, um, but I kind of like the culture that uh, that Taylor's put in there. He's in his eleventh season with the Titans, and. Uh, yeah, I kind of like the culture. I think they'll be they'll be solid again, mainly because of they return a lot of production, especially at the guard spot. Max Jones, Troy, Troy, uh, I'm sorry, Tory San Antonio, also DJ Bruton. So getting those guys back, oh, you know, playing pretty big minutes a year ago. So I think that will will go a long way. They also bring in some transfers uh, from from kind of obscure places like Snow College. Zachary Vesentine, uh, Jalen Cooper coming in from Palm Beach Atlantic, uh, Donovan O'Day from McNeese State, Dominic Bruton from Alcorn State. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, they're going to have, they have experienced guard play. The question is, are the bigs, the front court. And I, and obviously I'm sorry, Bruton did not, he was not with Cal with, with the Titans last year. He was with uh, what Alcorn, but I mean, it, the guard play, I think will be solid. It's the front court. I worry about what do you make of the Titans Mac? Yeah, no, this was a darling of ours late in the year. I mean, they ran the table from about early February all the way into March madness uh, before falling to Santa Barbara in the finals. I like this team. I, I know they're going to lose some good production, but they're old. Still. I trust Taylor, the culture of this program. I still think they're right there in the top four or five in this league. I, I'm going to trust the pedigree culture. They've won 40 plus games in the last two years combined and that's playing by games. So, I mean, that's really impressive. So yeah, I, I, I like Fullerton headed into this year. Yeah. I think they will be like a top. They, they almost, I mean, I know they had a, a tough little patch for a couple of years there, but yeah, overall throughout the years, I feel like they're always one of the better schools here. Noah, what they do you do make job? What do you make of the Titans? I like this team. Uh, I liked them last year too. They had uh, a couple of money line plays for me early on in the year. I know they beat Vermont when Vermont went on that West coast trip. Um, and this year they do lose two prominent scorers in Latrell white, right cell and Jalen um, Harris. However, they return the big West defensive player of the year in San Antonio, like you mentioned. Um, and I mean, there's seven seniors on this roster, five in the projected starting five, three of these guys hit at least 39% of their threes from last year. This is, this is a team that is really going to take a step up offensively and they return their best defensive player, the best defensive player in the conference. I, I really like this team this year, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, they I mean, they're always pretty solid. I love the rivalry games with the uh, Irv- yes. Irvine and long beach. They always get chippy. So uh, d- dust ups. Yeah. A lot. Of, I love that. Love that. Start your football program back up. Jeez. I mean, this was a good program. This was a fun football program back in the, in the late eighties, early nineties. Um, all right, let's move along to still a fun baseball program. That's true. The produce. <laughs> We're going to go to Cal state Northridge, the matadors, uh, Andy Newman, not Randy Newman who sung. I love LA. Uh, they were seven and 25 a year ago, four and 16 in the big West. Remember this, this, uh, they had the Mark Godfrey experience, which, you know, he was buying players and stuff, but that doesn't matter anymore. Um, this is like a brand new team, right? They lose Anton, Anton, uh, Aiton Wright, 17 points a game. They lose uh, Agbanago. They lose uh, Marcel Stevens. Um, they did, and and pretty much, I would say, a good chunk of their team from a season ago is gone. However, they bring back uh, Deontay Bostic, who played 31 minutes a game at the two guard spot. Think they're excited about his return. They also bring back Deshaun Allen uh, Elk Eikens. Also, Duran Tucker is back. So they do have some guys, and you mix it in with like these uh, these transfers and these freshmen. I know they're excited about Darius Carr from Fairfax High School here in LA. Uh, Jared Barnett transfers in from San Diego State. Oh, he only played in the you know only went to the national championship game a year a year ago. Gianni Hunt comes in from Sac State with the Hornets. Keontae Jones from Midland College. Um, uh, Mahmoud Fofana from uh, Cal State San Bernardino. Fresno State transfer Jordan Brinson. Duquesne transfer Quincy McGriff, the Crime Dog. Um, there's a lot that has came in here. Um, this is the mystery team, right? This yeah. is this is the mystery team because when you have this many new faces, and I didn't even name all the transfers. Um, it makes it really hard to get a gauge. You have a brand new head coach in Andy Newman. Maybe it works out. I'm assuming year one will take a little time, but I kind of have kind of unknown projections for them. What what do you make of the Matadors? Yeah, as they say in Seinfeld, hello Newman, and uh, it's the new Newman era there at Cal State Northridge. I like you said a lot of unknown, but I mean you look at Newman's track record. He comes from a Cal State San Bernardo Dino. Um, Bernardino. Then, Bernardino. Yeah. Bernardino. And then before that, he was at Texas Permian uh, Basin. I don't know. I, I'm probably butchering that, but. Permian Basin, maybe? I don't yeah. Know. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think don't it's know. Permian Basin. I, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm butchering all these names. Division two, though, I'm a fan of the division two route and then taking one of these small jobs in the Big West. Cause I mean, I think the talent level is similar. He's gonna bring in some transfers. I think he's gonna get it right, but it's gonna take some time. Probably a team you fade early and back late. So I don't know. I, I kinda it's definitely a bottom tier team in the Big West, but it like you said, it's a big unknown. Yes, they did get Gianni Hunt uh from Sac State. Chat's yes. asking. Uh that's a nice get there. Yeah, I think they're kind of a fun team. I might have to get, you know, they're close by. Uh what did I have to go there for? I went there. I've been there before. Maybe it was stand up. I don't remember, but I've been there. I, I I should go check out a game maybe this year. But they're kind of the mystery team. Noah, what do you make of this team? This is kind of a mystery team, but they do have experience, and there's a lot of juniors and seniors on this bench here. I think they're going to struggle offensively. I like what Max said. Um, fade them early. Um, maybe they put something together here late uh, in conference play, but. Uh, Oh, a couple of these returners did not shoot the ball well uh, last year. They do have length. So I'm hoping that uh, if you're back in Northridge, it's got to be because of their defense here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that long ago. Was it Northridge? A, a long, I'm t- they gave someone, they pushed someone in the tournament. My first thought was Yukon, but maybe I'm wrong. It was someone like 10, 15 years ago that I felt like they got in the first round. And I think they lost by like one or two. Uh, but they gave them everything they could handle. Um, let's jump down and talk about. Oh, it is that time. It was Memphis. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh nine. Yeah, I just pulled it up. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a chippy team, man. But let's yeah. move along and talk about the the team on the island. The Rainbow Warriors, man, this was a fun team to watch last year. This was a fun team. 22 and 11, 13 and 7, fifth in the Big West. My only problem was this. It seemed like they got worse as the season went along. Early in that year, I felt like I watched a few games where I was like, they dealt with some injuries though. I thought this was going to be a tournament team, man. I thought yeah. I thought uh, Gannett was going to have them in the in the NCAA tournament this year. Uh, it looked, last it year, looked really say. good yeah. in that uh, tournament that they host every year at, at Hawaii. The Hawaii Classic. They, yeah. they Classic. won that one, yeah. correct? It looked really Beat good. SMU. Early. Uh, yeah. I mean, just uh, they, they they were a fun they were a fun watch. Um, but now you know they lose a couple pieces. They're gonna have to replace uh, Kamaka Hepa, eleven and a half points per game, almost seven boards gone. Samuta Avea gone to average double digits as well, but they do return some nice pieces. Noel Coleman is back. He averaged 12 and a half points a game. Just about, uh, they also bring back uh, Javon McClanahan, uh, who's a senior guard that has been uh, that popped off screen. Bringing those two guys back are huge. Also Bernardo da Silva is back. Um, he uh, what tw- played about 27 minutes a game, almost 10 points a game a season ago. Those are three key pieces, and they stayed very active in the portal, bringing in uh, Matthew Cotton from Yale. Uh, that's a nice get. He's a grad transfer. Remember, the Ivy League doesn't allow the the fifth year. They got to find a home. Justin McCoy transfers in from North Carolina. That's what I'm talking about right there. I think that's a huge get. Also, they bring in uh, uh, a few other guys. You know, for, that are, or a few other freshmen that they're excited about. Um, and they uh, returned what they're waiting on, on Juan Munoz, any relation to Anthony that I don't know. Um, but I'm hoping that this team makes a run. They're a fun team to root for. They're a fun team to root for. Um, and I do think they're going to be contenders. I think they're going to be in the top five of the conference. Um, it's going to be a fun watch, but I would say they're going to be in the mix. What do you make of the rainbow warriors, Mac? Yeah, no, I mean, this, this team is awesome before Christmas. And then the injury bug hit him. I kind of think that they're going to go on a run here. I mean, they get healthy. I, I, I like what they're building there. And I also think that they lost a lot of close games last year. You look at it, they lost like five or six out of their seven games in league play were by one possession easily could have been a one seed in that conference tournament. And who knows what happens after that? But I kind of like this team as a chance to win the league. 
you know, and, and that's another thing about this conference. Just because you finish fifth, a lot of times it's like it's a one and a half game difference or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it really comes down to it. Noah, what do you make of the Rainbow Warriors there? You mentioned Juan Munoz. Uh, trivia question: What year did he come out of high school? Uh, I know he's been nicked up, but 2017, uh, 2016. <laughs> oh my God. He's I on mean, the Stetson Bennett plan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Matt Mac mentioned the close games last year. They were two and seven in games decided by three points or less or in overtime. Um this team is gonna be good. And I'm I'm hesitant to sit like to be bold on this team because their shooting woes, I think, is gonna hold them back. They were they were rough off the island shooting offensively. So that's, I think that's the key win more road games here in the big West. And this team's going to be improved. Plus stay healthy. That was another thing that costed them last year. Um, I look, I looked at the schedule here for Hawaii because I, I do like what they have on the roster. They don't play anybody really notable in the non-conference. They visit Utah, November 30th. Um, Torvik has them being a nine point dog. They probably cover that. Um, but after that, I don't think the non-con is anything too special. So uh, Hawaii is definitely a team to keep your eye on in the second half. If they stay, stay healthy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's jump over now and talk about a team. I went and visited. Uh, I went to the pyramid last year, catch a couple games, uh, long beach state, the dirt bags, the 49ers, uh, Dan Munson's in his 17th year. All right, look from the start and I'm not trying to knock Munson. That team was more talented than their record was a year ago. 17 and 16, yeah. 11 and 9. And this is once again another one. Start your football program. You had Terrell Davis, you had George Allen, and you fucking stopped your football program for some stupid reason. You're in a ton of you're in a ton of talent. Basketball and football, man. They had Lute Ol- Olsen, they had Jerry Tarkanian. What it's like they've had these this just I don't understand how they're not a bigger like they have really failed to me with uh, basketball and football because they're in an area. Long beach is still a part of Los Angeles County. This is like, there's no excuse for not being really good. I watched that team a year ago, several times, you know, uh, over here, it's one of the late night games on, but for me, it's, it's normal. Like dinner time for you guys. It's super late. I thought this team underachieved. I, I thought they underachieved a lot lately to tell you the truth. Um, they lose Joel Murray, 16 points a game. He's gone. Tone Hunter on the bench, gone. But uh, they return a lot, man. They return, you know, a good chunk of this team. Uh, Abubakar Torre, Torre, I think it is, Traor, something like that. Is, is he related to the Traor that transferred in from Auburn? That I don't know. But uh, I know he was super impressive a year ago. He's a damn good player. Lassina Torre also. Uh, like they they should be good, man. How about yeah. Sahonis, the old Washington Husky on the bench? This is a guy that's a veteran. He's been there for a long time. Fourteen points a game a season ago. Um, Jaden Jones, AJ George, all key players. They bring in uh, you know, Isa Silva from Stanford. Played some solid minutes, thirteen minutes a game there at Stanford, Alabama. A and M transfer Messiah Thompson coming in. I mean, I think this team and, and do they have olden Polynesia's son there? Chase Polynesia? Pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's this team should be a lot better, man. I don't, I, I they're going to be in contention because of their sheer talent, but I, I, uh, I'm reluctant to think they can win it just because they fool me year in and year out. What do you make of the dirt bags? Uh, so, so quick trivia. Everybody knows Gonzaga as the Mark Few era. Who's the guy that handed it off to Mark Few? It was Munson in the nineties. I mean, he's the one that got Gonzaga to the Elite Eight in nineteen ninety nine. Um, I can't believe Long Beach has not been to the NCAA tournament since twenty twelve. Yeah. I feel like they're due. They're old. Like you said, they underachieved last year. I'm I'm high on this team, but I mean. I was high on the team last year too. I, I feel like they are due, and I mean their experience lost a bunch of close games. I kind of like them to win the league potentially. I mean, I'm going to tease it when we give out our uh, end of uh, 
show rankings. Up. I went to the Santa Barbara game, which at the time, a couple of weeks before the, the regular season closed, they were, uh, that was for first place. Right. Mm-hmm. And Santa Barbara found a way to win that game without, in my opinion, I thought long beach was the better team, but they just, they kind of beat themselves. And yeah. I thought like, wow, what a steal for Santa Barbara here. Uh, anyway, uh, Noah, what do you make of the dirt bags? So I, I kind of got burned back in them last year too. Um, questionable from Munson because I think we all agreed that that roster was pretty dang good. As the year before, they had somewhat of a really good year and kind of blew it in the tournament. Um, this year, they have eight upperclassmen on this team. I think the key the key player on this roster here is Messiah Thompson, who tra- transfers in from Bama A and M. How is he going to be able to acclimate to the Big West? coming in from the SWAC um, for me, I think this is a top half of the league roster, but I'm not willing to commit to uh, competing for a title like Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh, last year point guard play was the issue for them. Once uh, Joel Murray went down due to injury. Uh, so it, I think if Thompson can step can step in, Maybe uh, we're talking about another scenario where this is a, a team to back later on in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's move over and talk about UC Davis. Jim Lass's squad, the former Sacramento King. Um, they were 18 and 14 a year ago, 11 and eight in the big West. Um, they lose Christian uh, Agnigwe, who averaged 12 points a game. Also Robbie Beasley together. It's about 20, uh, 21 points a game. They lose. Uh, but they do return some production. Ty Johnson back at the guard spot, uh, almost 15 points a game, 28 minutes. Also Kane milling the other guard and Elijah pepper. You got to love the guard play that Davis returns. Um, They also shout out to them bringing in drew Carter from Colorado. Yes. This is uh, I think the former buffs backup quarterback. If memory serves me correct. Um, This team is I'm very impressed with the guard play. Can the bigs though, you know, step up. They're counting on Francisco Bora, six eleven junior only played nine minutes a game on the front court there to make a big impact. Uh, they also have uh, a day Adabio. They're going to count on both those guys to step up. I think their season is going to go as they go. Um, but I gotta be honest. I really impressed with the guard play returning which makes me kind of high on Jim less and the Aggies Mac, your thoughts. Yeah, no, you mentioned Jim less former Sacramento King. He was a guard. I mean, he, he likes guard play. They got four veteran guards. This seems going to be right in the thick of things again. I, I thought they could have been a little bit better last year, but they bring a lot back this year. Uh, Jim less all of a sudden in his 13th season. I mean, God damn, I didn't realize he was already in his 13th season, just like Munson. I mean, Munson's been there almost 20 years yeah. at long beach. So uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like this team as well. This is another team. I think has got a chance to win this wide open conference. Yeah. I think they're going to be in the mix at uh, like top five, six team in the conference. Noah, your thoughts on the Aggies. This is a top half team here for me too. Um, and pepper, I think is going to be one of the better players in the conference. Uh, and the volume is certainly, certainly going to be there 22 and a half points per game last year. And Ty Johnson, a returning point guard, three seniors, two juniors in this projected starting five. This is definitely a top half team for me too. Um, Jim less just has to, you know, uh, elevate this team's play a little bit last year, sixth in the big West. Hopefully he can get this one in the and maybe top four. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, perhaps uh, it's t- this conference is really fun. I feel like this conference is is always better than what people think. And last year there were six teams that finished within two games of first place. That's what I mean. It came down to the final couple games of the season. Let's talk about kind of one of the blue bloods in this conference, and that is the Ant Eaters of uh, UC Irvine. I've been down there to catch a few games. I think Russell Turner's a really good head coach. He had that. Uh, what did they? Did they go to the Sweet Sixteen or the Field of? I think they went to the Field of Thirty Two. Yeah, um, yeah, they lost to Oregon. Yeah, and there was another year. They had somebody on the ropes. They lost by like one point. Was it Kansas? Was it Kansas? It was. Yeah, they were like a thirteen. Kansas it was State. K, K, K State. 
Yeah, no, no, but that's the year they went went to the field of thirty-two and lost, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They made they made the NCAA tournament before that and lost by like one point because they had like a seven-five center. I remember it. It was probably like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something like that. They almost knocked off somebody in the NCAA tournament. They literally lost by like a point or two. Um, But turn Louisville. Yes, yes. Under Patino, I think it was. Turner is, is, is a really good coach. Russell Turner. They went to the NIT last year, but 23 and 12, 15 and five tied for first place in the big West. Um, and they should be good again because this is one where it's about culture. I feel like year in year out, they're always in the top three. They're always in the top three in this conference. Uh, and you look at who's back Pierre Croc Crockerell, uh, the second fifth year point guard. You got to like that. And uh, the fact that you know, Devin Tillis at the, at the forward spot. I know they're counting on bent Luchkin Luchin, the seven footer to step up, but uh, this is a team that's deep too. You want to talk about minutes. This team's got, you know, they might not have your star power of previous years, but they'd certainly have a ton of experience. Um, they went out in the portal and brought in a couple guys too. either way. I, I, I kind of think early in the year, they'll struggle because they lose DJ Davis and Dawson Baker, which combined for 30 points. They're going to find their scorer, but at the same time, I trust the culture here. They will be in contention. In my opinion, like I said, maybe want to fade them in November, December, but I bet you come January, February, they're going to be a tough out in this conference. So I think they will be, I'm not worried about them losing, you know, 34 points per game in production. Uh, Mac yourself. You know, it's crazy. Third trade team here where you don't see this in college basketball. Russ Turner's headed into his 14th season at UC Irvine. I mean, between the last three coaches, I mean, to be at a place for 10 plus years, that doesn't happen often. And you, you mentioned the culture's really good there. Last year, they won the regular season, uh, bowed out early in the conference. I think that fuels this team. Like, I mean, like you said, I think they have a shot to win the conference um, once we get there probably a good fade team early just because they lose a lot. But I mean, this team's going to be right there at the end again. Yeah. They're, they're always good, man. They have a fun home environment too. If you're ever out in Southern California, check out a game uh, with the anteaters. Noah, your thoughts on UCI. Yeah. They need some guards to step up here. Um, I'll say that first and foremost, the defense is going to be very good. I think it's going to be one of the best defenses in the, in the league here. Um, and this is going to be one of my probably my favorite teams that back in night in and night out, because this front court is also going to be very good. Uh, they have plenty of length um, and a couple of big guys. I mean, seven foot Ben Lupton, who you said they're counting on. Um, and that's what I'm reading as well. Uh, I think they're going to feed him down low along with uh, right behind him. Six eleven Dean Keeler is right there to back him up. Um, the one thing like the chat is very high on him. Like Ryan, uh, hasty, hasty. Um, let me know how to pronounce the last name too. Cause I think I've, I've said it hasty in the past and I know Colby says it hasty. Um, he's mentioned that the anteaters balled out this year. They, they were one of the lucky ones to take a, a trip out of the country in the Prince William cup this summer. They represented USA. He thinks they'll be ready day one. William um, Jones and, cup, William Jones cup. Yeah. William Jones. Uh, so this team, I might be a little off on them. Torvik has a lot of their uh, analytics and projections out here early. He has them finishing to atop this conference here. I well, don't know what he's seeing. Dude, um, they are almost every year though, man. I look, look as someone that lives right here where, you know, I've got a chance to go down there for several games year, like over the, that guy's 14 year run. I would be, I would like to know the amount of times they did not finish in the top three. I feel like oh, every sure. year. So they're always in contention in the final like week of the season to win the conference regular season title, in my opinion. So my point is if somebody doesn't step up in the backcourt, I think this is a regular season team. Because I love the front court, but that's always you, you know, guards win in March. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's 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 gonna be fascinating to watch. Folks, before we get to our next one, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by the SGPN second chance survivor. No, we're not talking about that show where Jimmy Johnson was out on an Island trying to fucking live in the forest. I don't know. Whatever that show is on CBS spinning all that bullshit. Anyway, look, uh, 
SGPN second chance survivor. Yeah, you, you're, I, let's be honest. This is a safe place. All right. We know you're knocked out of your NFL survivor because I am too. Cause I took the Redskins last Thursday, like an idiot, right? Uh, <laughs> don't worry. We got you covered with the SGPN second chance survivor presented by Corey Pinkston and barking dog properties. Yes. $3,000 is up for grabs. Winner take all uh, starts NFL week seven. So sign up now sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor. Russell brought to you by Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Uh, and look, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making sm- smarter bets today, people. All right, we are back on the college basketball experience. And uh, next, we're going to talk about a team that uh, I, I, over the past couple of years, they've kind of came on and I enjoy watching them. Uh, I feel like they bit a couple people, bit a, f- a few. A few Heavyweights over the past two, three, four seasons, and that is the Highlanders of UC Riverside. Uh, Mike Magpio uh, doing a damn good job there. They were twenty-two and twelve last year, fourteen and six, finished third in the Big West, but they were right there in the thick of it. Um, now they do lose Zion Pullen, Flynn Cameron, and Lachlan Ulbrich, all oh, and Jamal Hartwell. I mean, they lost a shit ton of production from a year ago. However, they got some guys. Still, that are, are pretty experienced guys. I look at and see Kyle Owens, fifth year senior, 24 and a half minutes a season ago, 10 points a game, five boards, almost six boards. He's back. Will uh, Tattersall, also a, a senior, 6'7, 25 minutes a game. He's back. They're going to be counting on him. Uh, the backcourt seems a bit of a question mark here. Nate Pickens, supposed to be the guy to step up there. I know they're counting on Isaiah Moses to a transfer from Southern Idaho. Uh, all in all, as much as I, I, I do think they have good culture, but I think it's a step back. Getting, getting hit like that uh, is just you lose too much production. So I will say it is a step back for the Highlanders. Mac, your thoughts? Yeah, probably a step back. And, you know, I just went back while you're reading the ads because I'm like, I remember the big West being, we had like seven, eight teams headed into the last week that had a chance to win the big West. And it was, I mean, they were one of the seven teams that finished between 15 and five and 12 and eight. So I expect to step back just with the production loss, but I mean, probably more of a middle of the pack team, but I, I just think they lost too much production to challenge for the league again. Yeah. Yeah, I still think they'll be they'll probably get better as the season goes along, but uh yeah, another solid culture team. Yeah, no, what do you think of the Highlanders? Yeah, you have to you have to think they're taking a step back. They lose three double digit scores from a year ago. They're a young team um and their projected starting point guard comes in from the JUCO ranks. Now, I'm going to shout out the uh Almanac here. Connor Hope wrote this on Isaiah Moses who comes in from the JUCO ranks. He was a division one uh, Juco all American. He uh, from Southern Idaho. He's uh, he's got some speed. He's a good shooter. Average 16 and a half points last year, four and a half assists shot 50% from the floor, 43% from three and 90% from the foul line. So replacing Zion Poland's going to be very tough, but um, Riverside thinks that Moses could be able to do the job here. I, I think they're taking a step back. I'll I'll be it though. So yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's move over and talk about the Tritons of UC San Diego. Wasn't that long ago? They were D two, but Eric Olin is back for his eleventh season. Mac, and not to to your point earlier, it's everybody. Yeah, yeah. They like living in Cali. This, yeah, <laughs> this team also fell off at the end too, I believe. Yeah, and and this is an interesting team to me. They lose Roddy Anderson, who averaged thirteen points a game. Uh, Jace Rockmore also uh, uh, gone as well, but I kind of like w- talk about returning production minutes wise. Um, you got to be a little excited about what's returning here. 
as well as yeah, I know they're counting on a few transfers. Hayden Gray coming in from Azusa Pacific, Christian Okoya's alma mater. Uh, also, uh, Tate Jones coming in. I'm not even going to pronounce the uh, first name there uh, from Hawaii Hilo. Um, they have some guys though that return. Bryce Pope was a stud for them. 18 and a half points a game. He's back for his fifth season. They also have Jerron Brooks, the fifth year senior, uh, just almost about 10 points a game there. Same with uh, Francis uh, Wakori. I mean, I kind of think this team is going to be a player this year. I know they're waiting on a guy's waiver and Tyler uh, McGee, but I kind of think that this team could be a surprise team this year. What do you guys make of the Tritons Mac? Yeah, no, I, I kind of like the Triton too. And like you said, another double digit year head coach is incredible. I, I didn't realize this until we started diving into team by team, but I, I do like the Tritons here. It's a sneaky team in this league headed into this year, bring back some production. I think they can, they can sneak up there. Maybe the five, five or six spot. I think. Yeah. Uh, night and night out. I mean, they have so many returning minutes. Yeah. 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 So uh, I, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Noah, what do you make of them? Yeah. The returning scoring looks pretty dang good, but in the last three years, Eric Olin's defense has finished in the bottom three of the big West. This team's going to need to pick it up on that side of the floor, especially, but they're really good on the glass. And that's something that I really like. Um, This is a team that I should be higher on uh, as well. But what nerves me here is the the defense and it, it has not improved. Uh, with this specific class as we've got uh, three juniors and two seniors in this projected starting five. So um, I've got this team in the middle of the road in the big West uh, might be a little bit lower than you two. Mm, mm, okay. Uh, let's, en- let's end it out with the gauchos, <laughs> a team that uh, I think is v- one of the more underrated head coaches in Joe Pasternak um, entering year seven there in Santa Barbara. Uh, they made the NCAA tournament a year ago, 27 and eight, 15 and five at the conference. I had a chance to go see them. See, they lose two key guys, Andre Kelly, who got in that dust up. He was suspended. And I think he actually got dinged up a little bit too. He was a key player for them, but miles Norris was also one of their best players, 14 points a game, six rebounds, uh, 1.1 steals losing. Those two were huge. Also Calvin Wishart. Uh, it was a key contributor too. Same with Sonny on the bench. So they lose three starters off that team. But I can tell you right now, the thing that I like when I look at this team is a Cole Anderson is back. He's experienced, but the big one to me is Josh Pierre Louis. This dude's a stud. I had a chance to, when I, I told you, I watched that long beach state game. I watched several games. Uh, he, I believe he's out of New York city or New Jersey. If memory serves me correct, this dude is one of the better players in the conference. Uh, I know you look at the stats, nine and a half points a game, but he's really good. He's really good. He's great on the ball defender. I think the fact that he's back, they also have uh, AJ Mitchell back. The guard play is going to be good here for UC Santa Barbara. It's really about the front court because they got to make up for, you know, some of the losses they had. They're going to be counting on Evans Capruto and Johan Traora uh, from Auburn, who you were referencing before. And also Ben Stolzberg from uh, Creighton and also Oakman. I'm not talking about Charles Oakley from the city college of San Francisco. Um, I got no idea if the front court will end up being as good as it was a year ago, but I can tell you this, the guards, they're going to be in the mix. They'll be a top three team. They'll be a top three team. I have pretty faith. I have pretty good faith in pastor Nick. And then I b- truly believe that uh, Josh Pierre Louis, one of the better players in the conference. Noah, or, yeah. I'm sorry, Mac, your thoughts on uh, the gauchos. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a good team. Pat pastor next about to get a high major job. I think, I, yeah. I think he's done an unbelievable job there. Year seven, two out of three NCAA uh, tournament appearances, won the league outright two out of three years. He's only finished outside of second once. And that was 21, 22, 22. Um, definitely a top three team. It, it, it is going to be a little bit of work in progress with the pieces that they lost. But once again, another team, I trust the culture. They'll be in the top three. Noah. Yeah. You guys took a lot of the notes off my page. So at the risk of not repeating what uh, a lot of what you guys said, uh, trust the culture, trust AJ Mitchell, who's the point guard. One of the most, he's probably the best experienced point guard returning here in the big West. Trust him. 
I like Pierre Louis, like we were mentioning, and I'm high on Treor coming in from Auburn. Uh, he was a very talented kid, uh, recruited to Auburn. And I think stepping in to big, the big West, I hope that he's able to become acclimated to this and become one of the better, better big men in this conference. I like UCSB this year. Uh, I'll say that. And we'll get to our projected standings here in a second. Yeah. And let's just dive. Let's just go right into that because uh, you know, I think it's pretty obvious. We have the same team in dead last. <laughs> yeah. That is the yep. Mustangs. Uh, yep. so there's what? 11 schools. We have them 11th at 10th. Yes. Who do we have? Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say at, at 10, I'm going to put in uh Bakersfield, Cal state Bakersfield. I think they're going to be 10th Mac. I went Northridge. I have okay. Northridge too. Well, Northridge is my ninth, so it's not we're that we're not that far off. Uh, and then I had Bakersfield. Okay, <laughs> Noah. Uh, we're talking about ninth. Yeah, yeah, Bakersfield. Okay, so we're not that far off. Eighth, uh, eighth in the conference. To me, this is where it gets. This is where it starts to get a little, a little tough. Um, yeah. I I think when we get into seven, we should each disperse because that's how this league was last year. <laughs> yeah, look at eighth. I will put. I think I think I got. I think I got to go. UC San Diego eighth. I have San Diego there too. Yeah. Or I, no, sorry, I don't. I have Riverside eighth. Oh I no, had Riverside and yeah. San Diego sev- seven. San Diego seventh. You me. know, you guys are right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I fucked that up. Riverside should be eighth. Uh, San Diego seventh. So we're all on board pretty much. Yes. Top top six is where it gets. I think you're splitting hairs with a lot of these teams. It's like the B side. (laughs) It's like the B side on the college experience. Yeah. Yeah. At six, (laughs) I'm going to go long beach state. I just don't trust. I mean, I don't know. So no, 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 no. So they're more talented than so many of these teams. Yeah. All right. Hold on. At six, I'll go burn last year. That's, that's the, that's the thing. It's how, like, how about this? Ugh. At six, I'll go UC Davis because I think Long Beach State will still beat a couple teams that that you know they can beat anybody on any given night. So I'll get Davis at six, but I'm putting Long Beach at five. Man, I'm putting them at five. Mac, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Fullerton at six. I I think they're gonna take a step down and. Actually, no, no, no. I'm gonna slide Fullerton up to five, and and UC up to uh, UT up to six. Noah, I got Davis sixth and Long Beach State. My dirt bags in fifth. Yeah, at fourth I have Cal State Fullerton. Who do you have at fourth, Mac? Hawaii. Noah fourth. Fullerton fourth. Okay, me and Noah kind of on track here. At I know we were last show too. At number three, I do have the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Uh, Mac, who do you have at three? I got Barbara at three. Wow, Noah. I have Hawaii at three. Okay, me and Noah. <laughs> me and Noah is pretty similar. At two, I got UC Irvine. Uh, and at one, I have UC Santa Barbara. Uh, Mac, who are you? What's your one two? I got Irvine at two, and I got Munson going back up top. Long Beach wins the league. There you go. Uh, See, I like that pick. I like it. Yeah. The dirt bags. <laughs> no. How about you? UC Irvine two. UC Santa Barbara wins the league in the regular season. And I'm going to be bold on my team uh, that I fell in love with last year. And they kind of fell off late. I think Fullerton wins the tournament. Woo. Uh, I got Santa they Barbara won it when they both. weren't supposed to either. Sorry. I got Santa Barbara winning both, man. I think they're the best team. So that I know that's reckless in this league because I feel like a lot of years, <laughs> a lot of years, the team that wins the regular season does not win the tournament. But uh, uh, Mac, what are you doing there? Hawaii, baby. Hawaii's going dancing this year. Oh, Let's go. Man, I, it's hard to get to I Hawaii. Know, I don't know about off the Island. Where's the tournament oh, yeah. this year? Hey, they went back in about 2016. They're due. It's time. Let's go. Where, where's I would the love Big it. West tournament this year? Like Vegas, uh, I think, right? Yeah, it's usually in it's Vegas. In, yeah. Henderson it's or usually, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, sometimes it's at the MGM or Mirage, one of the two. 
Yeah, I just I'm like Ryan. I can't do um, uh, Ryan Hasty. I'm like uh, Long Beach State. They would Long Beach State should based on on if you looked at all these teams on paper. I think you can make a case Long Beach State is the best roster. But we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be fascinating, folks. Uh, remember, this is just one of many 31 previews all before November 6th. Uh, so, folks, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Give Noah a follow on Twitter at NoahB77 underscore. Moneyline Mac is on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us all a follow. The College Basketball Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Follow along. And uh, don't forget, we also host the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience, the Big 12 experience. Just a slew of shows for you. Part of the Sports Gambling Podcast, which you should be subscribed to, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Every single Friday night, Sports Gambling Podcast is live from VEASAN talking NFL in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada on the VEASAN Network, Brent Musburger's Network on YouTube TV. So, folks, check it out every single Friday, 9 p.m. Pacific. Um, Folks, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because that's the hub for all of those podcasts. YouTube.com slash the college experience. Also, subscribe to all of those individual podcasts. We've talked about that. Um, get the SGPN app. And like I said, when the season tips, we're here every single night of the season on the college basketball experience. We've been doing this shit for years. So buckle up. All right. Until next time, folks, this is the college basketball experience. Big West style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot, shoot.